What's going on, everybody? This is Michael from Sound Sessions. I'm currently just sitting in our studio overlooking beautiful Michigan Avenue here in Chicago, Illinois. I just wanted to take a few moments and thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Thank you. You, who's listening right now on your headphones, or in your car, or on your way to school, it's because of you that we keep making these great shows. So if you have a moment, just reach out to us here at Sound Sessions. Our Twitter is SoundSeshPod. You can check us out on Instagram at SoundSessionsWGN. You can find us on Facebook. We're on SoundCloud. And absolutely be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes.com. You can go to iTunes.com slash SoundSessions. That way you can constantly check out our new content which will be automatically uploaded in your iTunes feed and I find that that's the easiest way because then you don't have to really do anything which is really easy so thanks again for listening to us here at Sound Sessions and without further ado a little throwback Thursday for you back in 2015 we interviewed this band that was basically unknown in the scene but then as we all know blew up to be what they are today when they were just about to release their hit song roses here's our interview with the chain smokers what's up guys this is the chain smokers and you're listening to sound sessions how did that girl even get in here do you see her she's so short and that dress is so tacky who wears cheetah it's not even summer why is the dj keep on playing summertime sadness after going to the bathroom can we go smoke a cigarette i really need one let me take a selfie. Hey, what's up? This is Michael with Sound Sessions here on WGN Plus, and I have the excellent opportunity to talk to two guys who are wise beyond their years and aggressively handsome. It's the one oh, and only. <laughs> yes, it's the one and only Alex Paul and Drew Taggart from the Chainsmokers. So, how are you guys doing today? Great, great. We're doing awesome. We're out in Vegas. Just played uh, Wet Republic last night at, over at the MGM. Having life is good. Oh man, that's that's awesome! So you guys played that, and you're uh, how you enjoying Vegas? Are you doing any gambling or anything, or just taking it easy? I mean, we're here pretty often, so we don't go in for gambling that often. But every, every now and then, if we got the right crew, just strippers and drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool guys, yeah. yeah. Um, so you you have this new awesome song. I mean, I know it came out a little bit ago. Um, congratulations on all the success for, from Selfie. That's amazing. Songs everywhere. Thank you. It's very Thank you. so. I, I wanted to know, uh, you guys are two two DJs that have been very popular in the New York scene. Um, but how did you guys meet in the first place and start creating this music? Um, you know, Alex is like a, a big DJ around New York City, and I was uh, actually finishing up school at Syracuse University, and I was producing for Interscope. And um, you know, Alex is like, "Yo, your your music's dope," and like he had like a really good DJ thing going, and we we're like, "Let's team up and and see where we can take this." And that was about. Um, a little under three years ago. Cool, cool, cool. So it's kind of like a newer uh, project, and you guys are already exploded. This is fantastic. Now, um, who does what in the duo? Like, what's the recording and uh, and writing process like? Does one guy, you know, take over the beats, and the other guy takes over the writing, or or what's going on with that? Um, we have a very like similar music case. So we go, we're very like picky about who we want to work with, and we're working with like, you know close to like 50 people at one time it feels like um and so you know we're both you know very involved in like how you know we decide like who to work with who to write with and you know kind of what we're shooting for um but i have more of the um this is drew speaking i have more of the production background so i handle like most of the actual like recording and writing and like the sessions and stuff um but we're both like very uh involved in the whole process so the song went absolutely viral that you have and and all your other music is fantastic as well um but what was this 
What was this quick like catapult to, to fame? Like has it has it affected you in any way? Because you know you were playing, you know, just as a DJ, and then all of a sudden you get these ma- do you get massive crowds now that come to your shows and and, and check you guys out? Yeah, I mean we've lapped the planet a couple times um, over the past year. We like you know we just did a European tour, we did Asia tour, we've been it spent New Year's like in India. So you know going to play for like crowds that are you know, as far away as you can get from where you grew up is definitely, um, you know, an experience that changes your perspective. Um, but I mean, like Selfie, you know, that was an unexpected success. Like for that record to go as big as it went really wasn't anything anyone could see coming. Um, and we have a lot more that we want to prove as artists. And, you know, we really didn't expect that to be our first song that everyone would know. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're just excited that like, you know, we've, we've gotten all these fans from it and people are really even more into the other music that we put out since um, our new record roses is like had the best reaction since that song. So, you know, we're just really excited that people have stuck with us. Um, seeing as that song really wasn't what we we're trying to be known for. Um, and, you know, things are going really, really well right now. And we're just really thankful for that. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that new song as well, that uh, Roses that you just mentioned. You also do really cool collaborations. You kind of remix um, tracks that are, are popular on the scene as well, and, and you get some some headway from that that too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's kind of how we started was, uh, was remixing like cool indie artists, and, and you know, I, now everyone does that, but when we started, no one was doing that. So we yeah. were kind of known for that, and then, uh, and then Selfie happened. <laughs> that that's so awesome because I saw that you guys had kind of indie roots. Um, what are some some of your favorite bands that you've been listening to? Um, we've been listening to a lot. We've listened to a lot of different stuff. Uh, there's this chick Halsey uh, that I really like, um, who's like blowing up right now. What else? Odessa uh, is great. Obviously, Major mm-hmm. Lazer is killing it. Yeah, Major Lazer's having like you know crushing it, and Jack U obviously, but. Who's not listening to those people right now? Yeah, they're huge. They're huge. And and you guys are just as huge. There's over, over 300 million views. So everyone who's listening, you guys got to check out the Chainsmokers song Selfie. Check out their new music. It's it's just it's just awesome. So you're, you're going to be playing Lollapalooza here in Chicago. Have you guys ever been to Chicago before? Yes, uh, a couple of times. We've done about three shows there, and you know, I've been to Lollapalooza before, but we've never played there. Very cool. So you've been, wait, you've been to Lollapalooza before, but you've never played? Right, yeah. I went as a fan like five years ago. Oh, no way. Yep. The EDM scene is kind of growing in massively at, at Lollapalooza. Who would you see back there like five years ago? Yeah, actually, I remember really well. Um, I saw, I remember I saw Dead Mouse and Steve Aoki and Bloody Beat Roots all on the Perry stage, but it wasn't what it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But, you know, it was definitely crazy. And it was crazy. You know, I think it was five or six years ago, you could see that, like, EDM was going to be huge. Like, the energy at that stage was, like, better than any, any other stage at that festival. Um, and now you see it. I mean, every every big festival has a massive, awesome EDM tent or EDM stage. So, mm-hmm. it, it it's so true. That it's created kind of its own culture almost. This EDM scene. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So so with this huge success, you guys are playing Belgium. You guys are playing Chicago's Lollapalooza, one of the biggest things. This it's just insane. How did you end up booking this gig? Do you guys um, do you guys need to do a lot of self promotion, or do you guys have just the label that uh, is kind of helping you out now? Um, no, artists have uh, booking agents, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they're in touch with pretty much every festival because we're with CAA and they book, you know a ton of people, you know, not just even music actors for movies and stuff and writers and anything you can think of that, you know, is talent they book. So, you know, they're in, ta- in touch with, you know, all these, you know, C3, um, who's the promoter of, I think it's the promoter of Lollapalooza, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. they're in touch with our agents. 
who, who book, you know, everyone from like, you know, I don't know if they book Kings of Leon, but bands like that to, to EDM acts like ourselves. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they book a lot of the bands around here as well. I've seen, I see their name thrown around a bit. Um, so you guys actually started or you were on uh, Steve Aoki's label to begin with, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was the first um, person that was interested in signing one of our records. Now, you, you got to tell me, what was it like going to see Steve Aoki, Steve Aoki five years ago and then him taking you on under his wing on, in his label? What was that like? Oh, it was great. I mean, um, you know, the first show that I, like, you know, op- was an opening DJ for, I opened for him. Um, and, like, he was one of the first people I ever saw live. And I think Steve Aoki is a lot of people's um, introduction to dance music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's involved in so much stuff. The guy works so hard and he's super friendly and... Um, you know, we're really lucky to have like someone like him be like kind of our introduction to the scene. Uh, but like him and, and Tiesto is the other guy that's been, you know, um, a, you know, a big name in EDM for a while. That's you know, introduces a lot of new talent and, and kind of sets them up for their own careers. Yeah, you, it's it's so cool the fact that you know, Stevie Yoki's shows are just insane. I, I went to one last year, and you know, I've been getting more and more into into EDM, and I've always been a, a fan of the scene and the culture. Um, but just his shows are on fire, and I heard that your shows are, are just just as insane. We throw steaks in people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> steaks instead of cakes. Yeah, people like it better. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so they, they can expect uh, a little bit of meat in your show, huh? Yeah, we're all about the meat. meat. <laughs> Meat. <laughs> that's cool and i hear that you can you guys play some songs that you guys mix it up a little bit songs that you haven't even heard before you guys throw into your shows yeah i mean i think every dj that that produces their own stuff um likes to test stuff out before it comes out and you know there's stuff that we'll play that you know will never come out but it's you know either just fun to play at a festival or we play it and it doesn't work well and we don't put it out so you're always going to hear new Chainsmokers music when you come to our show. That's sweet. So what are your fans like? Like, have you ever had any crazy fan experiences since you guys have blown up? Um, I've got a couple stalkers. <laughs> uh, really? What are those like? They just, like, send you, like, really aggressive direct messages of, like, them naked and, like, basically <laughs> proposing sex to you. And I don't know. I was like, I have a girlfriend. I, like, I'm, I'm stop sending me these. And... <laughs> They just like keep sending them, and they're like, "I can keep a secret. Like when you're in the city, like let me know." And you're like, "Oh my god, you need to relax." <laughs> oh no, that's such a tough life. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it is kind of weird. It's like what? Like it's also just like weird that like the internet's like that these days. Like mm-hmm. people literally that you would have no connection in any other way, like part of your life, are just like. <laughs> proposing sex to you like very casually (laughs) it's that veil of anonymity that that everyone just clings to on the internet yeah it's like it's like you know if you're down for this i i would really like have sex with you but if you're not i'll never see you again (laughs) (laughs) you know i i saw that so i mean having a hit song aptly named selfie you guys got must get just millions of selfies sent to you and and on your twitter and everything uh, we used to. I mean, the songs, like, kind of died down. Not a lot mm-hmm. of people are really talking about it anymore. Um, they're really just talking about, like, our new stuff. Our new song, Roses, is, is, is like, reacting like crazy. But at the time, for sure. Um, and definitely, I think we've taken more selfies with people than anyone else on the planet. Um, <laughs> just like at our shows, everyone's like, you know what we got to do now? And you're like, what, take a selfie? They're like, yeah, oh, my God, how'd you know I was going to say that? <laughs> that's that's so cool. Like, you know, but you've touched these this crowd. You've touched this fan base in a way that most bands can't and, and never will. 
So that must be a really cool feeling to have. Yeah, we touched them hard and deep. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of want to know, uh, you guys are at DJs in New York. You, you're blowing up on the scene. You have these, this new song, Roses, and you've got all this steam from, from the old hits. Uh, how do your parents feel about you guys just you know moving out, and now you're this, uh, this huge name on the EDM scene? What are they saying about it? Oh, they're stoked. Um, I mean, I think any parent would be happy to see their kid doing something that they love and, and having success at it. So we both have very supportive parents, and um, you know, I think that's like really important in like keeping yourself grounded and focused and, like, you know, we're not satisfied with where we are right now. We want to just always do better and make better art and, you know, just be better artists. So, you know, having like a good foundation, you know, in terms of your family is really important for that, I think. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's so true. Family is extremely important. And, and, and along with family, I mean, you, you two guys, you two are all over the place together. How do you keep that chemistry um, strong between each other? We get in two fistfights a year. <laughs> and that's like all the tension that you build up being around someone, you kind of release it. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. That's important. You got to you got to just keep keep the the dukes up every once in a while just to blow off that steam. Yeah, that's the punches in the face. <laughs> so you're playing bigger and bigger stages, and you guys are punching each other in the face every once in a while. Are there any cool yeah. cool great tour stories? Like, are there any stories yet where you guys are like, oh my gosh, we have made it. This is it. Um, we've had like a couple moments where you're like, I, I don't think we've ever, we really feel like we've made it yet just because we have very high, we have like bigger goals and, you know, there are a lot of artists that we still really look up to and what they've accomplished. So we're always kind of pushing ourselves. But I mean, I remember we played uh, EDC Mexico and that was like probably like 50,000 people at our stage. And we, you know, Mexico's transportation system isn't great. So mm-hmm. we barely, like, we were, like, on the road trying to get to this festival for, like, two hours. Got it, like, five minutes before our set. And basically didn't see the crowd until we walked on stage. But that was, like, the sheer size of that crowd and, like, how every single person there was jumping up and down for that the hour we played was definitely one of those moments that, like, you'll never forget. Wow. That must be so cool. Like th- that crowd is just it must be on fire when you guys when you guys play. It's it's unreal. It's like one of the best feelings. I'd equate it to like scoring a goal in a, like a, in like high school soccer. That's like the, the some only other time that I've like felt like this in like a playoff game. And <laughs> everyone's like, yeah, you, you're killing it right now, and everyone's jacked up. Yeah. After after you guys play these enormous shows like on these, these big stadiums, are you? Are, what do you guys do to unwind after the show? It depends. I mean, you know, usually we have to get on a flight and go to another show. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, we party pretty hard, too. So if you see us, come come prepared with, like, ample amounts of Fireball. <laughs> uh, that, that's, a, that's what we do. <laughs> I love Fireball. That's so cool. Well, it, so everyone knows it's the Chainsmokers. They're playing this Sunday at Lollapalooza. So make sure you go and check them out. Um, now, are you guys playing any after parties here in Chicago, or are you guys jumping on a plane right after the, your show on Sunday? Uh, we actually are playing an after party, but I can't remember the name of the venue. Do you know? Mm, no. I think that's the Wit or something. Yeah, the Wit sounds, sounds right. Is that a place? Yeah, that, that is a place. That's right downtown here in the city. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's like a pretty like small room, so that's definitely going to be like... Come see us at Lollapalooza for like the big, the big show, and then if you guys want to come get weird, I think it's gonna be pretty intimate. I think it's only like a couple hundred people in that room, so it's gonna get super weird. Fun. <laughs> Can we expect any stakes at that show? Um, it depends. What if we are able to? Well, actually, uh, Chicago's a big steak city, 
Mm-hmm. Just hit those steaks out on this time yeah, and I'll switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll do like hot, hot dogs for the second show. You guys like that too. Yeah, pizza. Pizza as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yo, you guys got a lot of good food. I'm excited for this. So what are you guys going to do while you're here? Are you guys? Is it just straight business or do you guys are going to hang out and try to see some of the city? Uh, we're going to do probably party and just blow up with it. We've been to Chicago a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the trip for us. This is like, you know, get her done trip. So uh, one more thing that I, I got to mention before uh, before I let you go. We love the music. We love the song. We lo- and we love just hearing you guys. And if everyone wants to hear them, you guys have your own podcast, don't you? Uh, yeah, we have uh, actually two shows on Sirius um, that I think are also be- nice hair. Um, our show is also available uh, as an iTunes podcast and on SoundCloud um, and on Electric Area. Mm-hmm. So, there's three ways that you can listen to our sweet mixes. You guys are everywhere, and isn't that the coolest thing? Like, you have your own podcast to promote music, and not, maybe not even your own. You can promote whatever you want on there. Isn't isn't that a really cool feeling that you guys got two shows now? That's crazy. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, it's all, it's awesome to be able to, like, you know, have had success and be able to put on, you know, younger talent that's, you know, just getting into the scene, kind of how, like, Steve and Tice did for us um, when we were first coming on. So, yeah, absolutely. So what about, um, what was that first moment? that you guys had when you first heard that beat, that, that beat drop or, or, or EDM in the first place, and, and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is, this is what I have to do with my life. It's, it's play this music. Um, I was in a club in Argentina when I was in high school, and I heard this, like, old David Guetta song, which, like, well before, like, anyone in the U.S. knew who he was, and I was like, this is the tightest sound I've ever heard. And then as soon as I got home, I like bought a program and figured out how to make it. That's, it's such a cool feeling that you guys can create this, this awesome sound. I'm, I'm, I'm very stoked to see you guys at Lollapalooza. I'm going to be sure to check it out. Everyone, so you can listen to them. Go and check them out. Um, where can we find you guys online? Go listen to our SoundCloud. Um, find us on Spotify. Uh, and definitely add us on Snapchat. The Chain Smokers um, is our handle. And follow us on Instagram. And that's like, you, that's, that'll give you a pretty comprehensive look of what we're up to. Well, guys, this was a fantastic interview. Thank you guys so much for doing this for us. Um, This was Alex Paul and Drew Taggart of the awesome, awesome The Chainsmokers. Thank you guys again. Thank you so much.